This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Whoa, what's happening? This is Alan Cool with Cinco Cero Cuatro Tamo La Casa. You now watching Olazini TV. Tell everybody where you're from. Man, I'm, I'm born in New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, but of Honduran descent. I lived in Honduras like five or six years when I was young. We moved over there like at two years old, came back around seven or eight. And I've been back Boku towns throughout throughout life and shit like that. Okay, so like just growing up and, you know, able in Honduras, in New Orleans, like I want you to kind of give us a brief uh, example, um, you know, on the of your childhood. Man. You know what? It was very interesting. I think that I attribute that a lot to um, to me as an artist and the music. I think I had this thing background just being born in New Orleans at a young age, going to Honduras, which is a totally different walk of life. You know, a third world country. At the same time, when you are um, when you're a kid, when you're a child, you don't necessarily know poor, rich, all those things. You know, you just happen to be to be chilling to be joking with your partner. So. You know, I lived there. When I came back to New Orleans, definitely was a cultural shock coming from Honduras to New Orleans. But even then, I think all these things attributed to my upbringing, getting different perspectives, getting to see different ways of life, getting, for instance, like, let me just put something in perspective, like, living in Honduras, taking showers in a pila, like with a bucket, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that's pretty normal, doing all those things. Then you come to New Orleans in places that still, you know, it would be considered a hood, but even in the hood here, you still got your hot water, you still have your stove, you still have the essentials, things that over there you don't have. So I think in a, in a big sense, it made me learn um, not to take things for granted, you know, and just being around all these different people, you know, attributed to my upbringing, to different music, to hearing different sounds, going from being in Honduras, where it was predominantly Spanish music, then I came to New Orleans in the era where it was mostly all bounce music. Every block party was bounce. Then as the older I got, I would say right when I was going towards, almost towards high school, in the last year of middle school, moving to um, St. Rose, Louisiana, and going to Destrain, which is a whole different atmosphere, you feel me? Right. All those things just played in. Then after that, moved to Kenner for a little bit, to La Villa Mansión. It's an apartment complex that everybody know in Loyola and getting back in tune with my Hispanic roots. You know, all these things just, um, all these things incorporated just make me who I am. You know what I'm saying? I feel give me different perspective in, in music, in life, a lot of different things. Well, but you know, I have to ask you this question. Like being, being in Honduras to New Orleans to Miami, I want to know where have you saw on the best women? Ooh. Bro, I probably... Man, that's a tough question, man. You put me in the trouble because <laughs> I don't want to be biased, but to me, like New Orleans, Louisiana, I love my women from New Orleans. I love, maybe it's the personality. I just love the whole vibe of New Orleans, the food, the Southern hospitality. You know, we ain't perfect, but it's, it's just a beautiful, unique place. Like, whether you say New Orleans is the best or not, what you can't deny it has a certain mystique to it. Yeah. It has a culture that's very unique from the infrastructure to the accents 
to everything. But the most beautiful women, man, they, they got beautiful women everywhere. That's just all subjective, right. you know what I'm saying? They got beautiful women in Honduras, of course. And in Miami, we all know that they have beautiful women as well. I think Miami's probably known as the capital of, like, the most beautiful women. But but I'm not sleeping on the waters, not at all. Fuck. All right, that's what I'm talking about. So, how old were you I'm like, when you first realized um, that you was going to actually become one of like, music artists? Bro. Basketball was my first passion. So I was more into basketball as a youngster, you know what I'm saying? I was most people from from like my neighborhoods and stuff would know me more as hoop and I was a kid always playing basketball on the court. But I think at an early age in basketball, I realized as good as I was, it was gonna be tough to get to that next level. So music was always something I also loved. I was battle rapping in high school, you know, battle rapping in my earlier stages when I was in boot camp, you go to up uh, in Delgado, all these different things. I was rapping. So I knew I had a passion for music. I knew I was good. I knew I was good at putting words together. But I would think as far as me taking it serious and thinking like, man, music could be a career that I could live off of and really do this on that level, I'll probably say about 20, 21 years old. Okay. So tell the world, how did you actually come up on it with your name? Mm. It ain't no science behind it. My name oh. is my name. You know, you know, some people be changing their names to somebody else's name. My first name was Young Ace. A lot of people know me as Ace. It was Young Ace. But then yeah. after that, when I started going into the Spanish music, I would always dabble back and forth from English to Spanish. And I'm just gonna go with my fucking name, man. Alan Cubas. In Espanol, Alan Cubas. So Alan Cubas, Alan Cubas, and it's just my name. You know, people always say, a unique name, or what made you call that name? Right. This is my name, bro. My daddy, my mama gave it to me. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, what's the average day like for you? Mm. Man, right now, my average day, I'll probably wake up. Um, probably smoke something, you know. I'm a heavy smoker. I was starting to work out. I was starting to get in that gym, starting to do that early in the morning. But you see, I had kind of fucked up my foot hooping a little bit. So I had to take a little break, but I'm about to get back on there. <laughs> Other than that, bro, I just wake up listening to beats. I'm always constantly doing things with music. I'm a big sports head. So I'm always watching my movies first take, Undisputed. I'm going to get my sports knowledge in, see what's going on. You know, I'm a huge sports fan. But it's pretty music, music oriented throughout the day, you know what I'm saying? Go to the studio, studio mostly at night. In the daytime, I'm listening to beats. Um, I might go get a coffee or something. Like now I'm in Miami, so in Miami, and like I know everybody like in New Orleans. So you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty introverted, I would say for the most part in Miami. Unless I'm stepping out with the whole crew, with the whole Young Money Gang, we'll be in these clubs, live, store, you name it. But other than that, I'm just at home, man. I'm focusing on music, watching sports. Pretty routine, to be honest, man. I like I like going to the beach sometimes. I like, believe it or not, bro, I like walking and putting my headphones in. It's a big, it's a big thing to me. I'll put my hoodie on, my, my headphones, and I'll take walks, just meditate, and listen to the beats, and just going through this creative process, man. I'm really locked into that. Like, I'm so grateful to God to have me in this position, and I don't take it for granted, but in the least bit, am I content or conformed? It's just like, now nah, my mind, the same pressure and sense of urgency I had before just to get into the position of being like signed by YM, I have now in order to get to the next level. You know, and I'm sure when I reach that level, it'll keep going, you know, I'm up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's just the way I'm built. And um, I got big dreams, man, and big goals, you feel me? And I ain't gonna stop to accomplish them. Okay. So tell the world, 
on when did you first actually I'm like signed to I'm like why I actually first signed to them yeah about I don't want to get it wrong but probably like eight or nine months ago and the relationship started probably just a little bit over a year ago but actually being official and stuff it hasn't even been a year man this is all pretty pretty new to me everything's fresh like that's why my life kind of just changed I'm telling a lot of people in the sense of like bro I had probably, probably years on top of years bro grinding working to no avail putting every bit of money I had into my last dollar not seeing no money back hopping from studio to studio you know what I'm saying trying to make the connections I had you know yeah and then you know that's why I tell everybody you gotta keep grinding and then just recently you know me getting signed moving to Miami just in a different element now now I'm more focused on the music more so it's a lot less stress, you feel me? Just being able to wake up and focus on what you want to do. Before I was doing music, you also got to deal with all the pressures of the world. You know, you got to do a lot of different things. So right now I'm just truly blessed and grateful to be in the position I'm in and trying to make the most out of it. Okay. So tell us, you know, because, you know, it was rumored to me like years ago. I mean, a lot of years ago, but like a few months ago, actually, I'm like when you first, I'm like met Lil Wayne, but y'all did like probably close to like 50 to 100 songs together. Ooh. No, I don't know how true that is. I'm just, I'm throwing it in, you know, I, I heard it, you know, yeah, I just heard it. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, I'm not going to say 100, but we have a lot of songs, man. It, it's, it, it, it could be, yeah, it could be close to 50, man. We made a lot of songs, but anybody that knows Lil Wayne, like, they know how he records. You know, as a fan of Wayne, I would always hear the rumors. Yo, you'll hear the people saying from Cali, oh, the dude records nine, ten songs. You'll hear, you'll be like, is that really true? Then when you get around it and see it in person and see that it's true, it's mind-blowing. The dude really records like that. I tell a lot of people, I don't know if there's anybody in any job or any craft that as dedicated as he is in his own. That's from being a mechanic. I don't care if you're a news reporter, if you're a basketball player. There's not too many people that hold the same work ethic, the same discipline, and the volume of of, of the volume of work, of, of workflow right. that Lil Wayne has. So if you work with Wayne, you know, I had to be on my A-game. It was a dream come true to me. I was going to step up, you know what I'm saying? We recorded a lot of songs. Actually, the, um, the camera song that came out with the video, one of... That was the second batch of songs, I remember. The first song, we made like four right off bat, then I went back to the studio one time with him when he had a show in Miami. We made like four or five right there. One of them resulted in becoming um, a video we shot. So yeah, we do got a lot of music, you know what I'm saying? And we, we gonna continue to work and just keep creating, you know what I'm saying? Try to make better music. And they have like more to come, right? A lot more to come. <laughs> a lot more to come, you know what I'm saying? I'm motivated, I'm just keep trying to get better. Every time I'm with him, I'm trying to take something from it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to also, you know, put my stamp on it and hope that I can motivate and inspire him, you know what I'm saying? And, and do something that he never heard. You know, I feel I bring something that's that's missing and unique to the game as well. Like, I respect everybody in the game. I'm a student of the game. I'm always being inspired and motivated, but at the same time, I do feel I bring something that's uh, that's absent from the industry, you feel I me? Mean, that's, but I'm gonna show my actions here. So, that brings me to my, I'm like, what that brings me to my, I'm like, next question, like, like, as a music artist, like what genre would you say that you're in man <laughs> see that's a tough question and in a sense i feel that at times that's been my achilles heel like i feel my biggest strength is my versatility as an artist but i feel at times it may have been my achilles heel in the sense of spreading myself thin you know what i'm saying people trying to distinguish like what this dude do he this and that and at times it can make it harder for you to hit a certain lane but i believe that me sticking to what i'm doing and being unique is going to end up being bigger than bigger than all that so my genre you know because everybody i rap I sing, I do it in English, and I do it in Spanish. 
But if I had to say a genre, it's really like urban rap and R&B in English and Spanish. I haven't done too many like reggaetons or nothing like that, you know. I'm starting to get on certain dancehall tracks and Caribbean tracks, but for the most part, it's been really urban R&B and like hip hop based. It's just some songs I'll go in English and some songs I'll do it in um, all Spanish. Well, you know. Or mix it up. A lot of times I mix them up to be real, yeah. Yeah, but you know, in these past few months, it been like a lot of people been dropping dance music. So, you know, hey, but you might jump into the reggaeton or a different type I, of dance. I certainly will, and I'm not uh, opposed to it. And I, and I know I can do it. I know I can hold my own. Um, being in, growing up in Louisiana, most of the producers I came in in contact with was doing hip hop or rapping, right. you know what I'm saying? Like my partner, everybody, he's a dog. He done this shit for YB, for Boo, a lot of them. And it's mostly R&B stuff, rap, but um, I'm certainly open. And I have been working on some, some reggaeton tracks and like, that song stop. I'm trying to do it all, man. You know what I'm saying? But still, if you can be, hold you in no genre, be in my essence. Like you know, I bring my element to it. Then you gonna hear Allen on whether it's a pop song, or it's an R&B song, whether it's something acoustic. You gonna be like, oh, that's Allen. Just the way I deliver it with the urban tone I'm bringing to it. Being from New Orleans, Louisiana, at the same time being Latino, it's important for me to put on. I carry my culture on my shoulders. You feel me? Everywhere I go, and I'm gonna continue to do that. Okay. Yeah. So tell us what um, like separates you from other artists. Mm. Well, the main thing, you know, not to be cliche that separates me is I feel the way I bridge the gap with English and Spanish. I feel there's a lot of artists that, not a lot, but there's artists that are starting to do it. There's a big influx of second generation Latinos. But I feel a lot of times either the artist is too Latino to fully really relate to the American crowd, you know what I'm saying? Or they're too American, like vice versa for them to fully relate to the Latino crowd. I think my upbringing, living on both sides and going back and forth a lot of times gives me that perspective in order to bridge that gap in a way that really hasn't been done. Like if I just did English music, I feel like American people will fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? I got buku hooks that's just all in English. The song I'm on my way and I don't say a Spanish word, I can hold my own and I can do the same in Spanish and I think that's what separates me. Then obviously the ability to like rap and sing, but they, they got a lot of artists that, that can't rap and sing now. But this is my tone, being personal, music to me is personal. Like a lot of the shit is personal, like, I don't go in there and just say stuff. That's, that's not me, you know what I'm saying? Either I haven't seen it, been around it. Um, like music that start off, like I don't do music to try to like, I ain't come and do it to try to be famous or for no cloud. That's what I enjoy to do. It always was a part of me. It's my way to express myself and express my surroundings and the things that I see. Like music is, is everything to me. Got you. Mm. So, so like ever since you've been, I'm like signed on YM. Have you ever, I'm like went back to I'm like Honduras. Oh yeah, I was just out there. I had a great time, man. I was just out hey, there. How did they treat you? They treated me amazing, but the love is crazy. You know, it's a small country. I'm getting a lot of a lot of love, man. It's overwhelming. And they already support you. They fucking with me, now, man. You know, it's just how I go. You know, they didn't fucking with me. I was on the island called Roatan, which got the second clearest waters in the world, the second best coral reefs in the entire world. This is a fact. I ain't just saying it. Um, I think Australia's number one. Roatan, Honduras, Island. I was out there chilling on the island. I shot some footage. If you go on my Instagram at Alan Kubas, A-L-L-A-N-C-U-B-A-S. You'll see some, I did a freestyle video where I did a Spanish version to the Mind Still by Blue. You'll see I'm in Roatan. You'll see the background, how fire it look. I was going to the, um, I went to the Mayan temples. I'm a huge, huge, big fan of the, um, of the Mayan temples. I think it's so much research and so much that you can learn from there. So I'm constantly going back there. Went to the little hot springs water, got my mind right. You know, I think it's, it's things in that water that could really just, just yeah, I've been hearing you. that lately, like a lot of people just Yeah, you know, you know, you know Dr. Sebi, the famous yeah. Dr. Sebi's from Honduras. So, you know what I'm saying? He's from actually from the same neighborhood as, as as my grandma was from. And like he was really into that stuff. He talks about different things. And 
in, in those things in the hot springs. So like, every time I go to Honduras, it's therapeutic, man. Getting to see family members, getting to see friends, and getting to connect with the with the motherland. You know what I'm saying? This this trip, as as therapeutic as it was, it also served as a work purpose. Like I worked, got a lot of work done, recorded, had a chance to work with like producers from Honduras that I flew in from the um from the mainland to the island, and just got a lot of shit done. So love it. The love is there. It's only gonna grow. I'm only gonna keep repping and working harder to put it more on, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of Hondurans in New Orleans right now, really. I think we might be the biggest Hispanic population in Louisiana, especially you go to Kenner and Metairie, you know, it's like Little Honduras, well, I found that. Williams. You know, I know you had a baleada before, you gotta yeah. try it, if not, with no baleada. And so, I came to a club, in, in, I think it was in Kenner, it was like, I yeah. think in the daytime, it was like a tie shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And I actually, um, it's a, it's a, it's and a, I actually know, I'm like DJ Nasty, and yeah, yeah, DJ Nasty, so I actually, you know, I. It's like kind of dibble dabble and like all yeah. the cultures in New Orleans. Yeah, so like you know they got a lot of Hondurans. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of shit going. A lot of people don't even know about their places, bro. It's a lot of Hondurans. They had a thing back in the early um, I don't know the exact year, but it was I don't know if it was the '60s or before that where they had a thing called the Banana Treaty, which was an act that didn't allow a lot of Hondurans to come. And that's why we have a strong population of Hondurans here. And then um, you know, it's, it's I always say it, it, it ain't just a crazy coincidence because like Honduras rep 504 just as much as New Orleans rep 504 because our area code also is 504. Wow. So we'd be like Cinco Cero Cuatro, like what I said before the interview, and in New Orleans we would say 504. So I just feel like that's just something in his own self. Like I'm, a, so I'm always repping 504 because they Honduras, man, they yeah. they all had bandanas and little things that say Cinco Cero Cuatro, 504. It's the same area code. It's crazy that they just happen to be the biggest population here. Hey, so you was meant to rep 504. I think so, yeah. Even though also when I lived um, in St. Rose, certain areas over there was 95. I right. did live in Mississippi, but overall, yeah, 504, born in Charity Hospital. Lived hey, you born in Charity, yeah, you 504 as you oh, gonna yeah, get. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, born in Charity Hospital, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, yeah, bro. That's the point I was about to say. Yeah, hey, how did Lil Wayne look at you like, when you said you were born in charity? Yeah, I ain't saying it on a song, bro. Yeah. I, mean, I got a song thing with him and Jones, bro. I, I, I didn't drop my this year, like, kind of cheese up. You, <laughs> you know said charity. Yeah. And, and that's a classical hospital that everyone from New Orleans is, is, is going to remember. Yeah, off the yeah. top. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I don't even think charity around them, no man. I've been there this year. Hey, with the lights still on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a haunted place. Yeah, like, I heard, I've heard. Yeah, like, wow. like, Ooh, hey, but they don't even know why the lights on. Everybody be going off and coming yeah, off the like you're oh. driving past two lanes. Oh, yeah, charity, yeah, charity, real. <laughs> so, man. being in the music industry for a while now. Bro, oh man. So, being in the music industry for a while now. Tell us. I'm like, what do you enjoy most about it? And tell us what did you actually. I'm like, I'm like actually, I'm hate about it too. All right, ain't nothing I hate, man. Cause you can't hate shit, bro. You gotta get on your shit. But there are certain things that. I may have realized that it's super important more than I thought and the things I gotta better myself and like to start off what I like about it is man come on man like like I said I don't do this for clout it didn't start off as that but obviously society obligates you to have to make money to live so why not try to you know make money off doing something that I love which I think is the secret of life try to find something you're good at you so like, I like the fact that you know if you do music and it become successful you can live off of this you can do a lot of good things you know what I'm saying the more money you make the more positive things you can do with people I can do for my for my family for my friends for my communities in New Orleans for my communities in Honduras you know what I'm saying off of just doing something that I love that I'll do for free because if I didn't make a dollar ever off music I would still do music I like to rap I like to sing I like to put my ideas down so I just love music you know what I'm saying I love watching people perform I love being in certain environments. I love being around other great artists and learning, you know what I'm saying, and just seeing what they're doing. I get inspired. What I don't like sometimes is 
you know, it ain't no secret. I don't feel that all the times every situation is authentic. I think a lot, it's just part of the game. A lot of people are doing certain maneuvers in order to better themselves. And that's not the way I am. That's not the way I was raised. Um, another thing would be, I'm very, very untechnologically savvy. I'm not good with this. I gotta get better, you know? That's something I'm working on right now. Hopefully by the time this come out, I'm already getting better. Like, but I'm not the best with all that, that stuff. That's you got your PR. You got, that's all your brand. You all that shit in the pro, all that shit's coming. So right. I guess I'm about to get to a point where all that shit gets easy and gets facilitated. But, but you know, before that was probably one of my weaknesses, man, to getting on there. I gotta get less shy, I guess, <laughs> on Instagram, but getting on live. I don't think I've ever been on Instagram live one single time in my entire life existence. I, but you know that's about yeah. to change. Different things like that. Just being more open. I, 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 sometimes, but it's part of it. I like the fact that it's the music industry, but it's so much more that goes into it that's not music. You know, it's so much different ingredients that you have to do. You got to pave the way. You know, and that's just part of it. So, you know, um, learn and embrace it. You know, I'm sure there'll come a time where I do it. I eventually like all these things. You know, what I'm saying. But as of right now, so that's that's one of the learning processes. I feel like going to the studio and I'm a dog. Any studio you put me in, the people that been in there with me, they know what's up. You know, what I'm saying from. Whatever beat, whatever type of genre, what language you want going, I'm coming. I'm gonna come how I come. But it's so much more than just the music, you know? It's the promotion, it's the being in the end, it's the networking, it's the all these things, the rubbing the shoulders, you know what I'm saying? These are things. Because as social as I can be, I tend to be introverted at times, you know what I'm saying? And I guess I gotta get out of my shell sometimes. I just love to be smoking, listening to beats, watching sports, go write my shit. But it's way more than that. You gotta be out there, you know? Okay. Something I'm doing now. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Being one, being one signed artist. Now I want you to answer this question: Like, what is the biggest difference from being one on an independent artist to actually being one signed artist? I'm like for the artists who probably don't actually actually know what it feels like to actually be signed. Hmm. What it feels like as the artist itself? Yeah, it's like, like oh, it's a big it's like independent bro. artist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so far to this point, it's been night and day, man. In my in my position, but. These are things you gotta go through, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that every situa everybody's situation can be different, right? Cause you could be an independent artist and, and be stacking up and have your little team that's independent. But I was independent for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a dude that had no investor. Everybody know Alan was going to these studios himself. I didn't have no no manager or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was really independent and it's tough, man. You gotta really test your will. How much do you really want this? You know, it comes a time people start looking around this dude really doing music. You going up in age, you know, it's like if you ain't making a certain amount of money off it, people start looking at you crazy. You know, I come from, you know, you know, sometimes certain families, especially in Hispanic culture, may look at that as like a pipe dream. Like, come on. Hey, so it takes a lot of, a job, it take a lot of mental fortitude, you know what I'm saying? To be doing these things. You doing all the right things, you working, and you just taking a leap of faith, man. You just gotta know it's gonna happen. You gotta believe it, and I did believe, bro. More, you know what I like? I'm not, I'm not trying to get super religious and all that, but I tell everybody, you cannot underestimate the power of prayer. You'd be surprised what a prayer would do, just to give you the motivation to go to the next day. Like you know what I'm saying? It might not always. You might. I would just pray to keep giving me the strength, and it might not be like you gonna get signed the next day, but they might put a small little thing in your in your on your path right there yeah, you were. and they give you the motivation you're gonna go to the next step and I just kept doing shit like that bro but it was night and day bro cause independent I was bro I had a lot of nights of anxiety I had a lot of nights of stressing man I had a lot of nights of you know good dreams been going through all kind of stuff you know what I'm saying and um now you still have those thoughts cause you wanna go to the next level but it's different you have a lot more comfortability being a sign artist you know what I'm saying all love to Mac Main to Lil Wayne of course you know what I'm saying Everything, you know they they, they 
Man, man, Wayne PD definitely changed my life and they put me in a position where I could be comfortable, man, and really be the best artist I could be, you know? So it was a huge night and day, man. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm in top flight studios all the time, you know what I'm saying? I'm at the Hit Factory. I'm going to LA, to Miami. I'm, I'm constantly seeing different things. We're on a private jet, we moving around. Toon you know, put me under his wing and let me see a lot of things from him performing. I'm going to different cities with him, you know? Um, so in my case, it's been amazing. It's, it's night and day. You get to be around different artists. Now, with that being said, I'm not conforming. I'm going to get to the next level. Man, but independent is a, is a, I would never trade it though. Like, it's part of the grind. You have to embrace that journey. But it, it can test your will, man, and see how much do you really want this. Everybody thinks they want it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be rich. Everybody, Everybody want to be famous. Everybody want to have the girls. Everybody wants to do this. How many people want to dedicate days and days and days and hours to a craft that can allow you to get those things? Because you have to become a master of what you do. You see a lot of times in this day, dudes might come out with one little song and they'll fall off because they really wasn't masters. Shit just happened a certain way. So I think if you go through this grind, this journey, embrace it all, take all the negatives and the lows as learning lessons, you'll become a dog, bro. And everything else will just happen naturally. Gotcha. So, like, you know, I just heard you, like, you know, it was times, you know, and people then you know, you was getting older. People didn't probably believe, like, man. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So how many times... You think you're about to actually, I'm like, give up. Can you I want to say never. No, I want to say right. never, but it might have been once. No, I'm not like that, but I always believed it. I was almost delusional to people. Like, you got to be a little delusional. There was nothing to enter my mind into probably. So I had went to Miami on my own before this young money shit, just trying to make shit pop. I got to do something, man. Like, COVID came, I went to Miami just with a dream. I'm going to the studio, the studio. I'm just like, somebody going to find me, man. I got to do this. God, I did everything in New Orleans, bro. I done met every person you want to call an investor in New York, every big dog done passed on me, you know, I done been in the studios where they done came and invested all this into a person that might have been right there, but I never looked at, no, never put no side out of nobody, I always just had faith, my time will come, that's how I'm about, I just kept praying, I just kept working, and um, I say in Miami one time, it might be the only time, man, when, this will probably be a story, out man, a lot of stories maybe I can't go to right now, but you know I was hustling, doing a lot of shit, man, a lot of shit probably went left at one time, a lot of things was looking, you know, certain things then, Went away and I was like, damn, I kind of had lost a lot of the bread I was having. Certain things weren't going that way. And I remember going into my head, like, it was probably the first time ever, ever I really even remember that that thought entered my mind. And maybe I could do something else, you know. I'm a, you know, I could be a smart dude when I educate myself in certain things. I, I love sports. There's a lot of different things I may be able to get into from broadcasting. The I'm starting to go there, but I quickly shook out of it. I quickly shook that thought off. I prayed. God gave me a different answer. I kept grinding. And a little bit after that, bro, really, a little bit after those thoughts went into my head, I just kept going. Kept putting everything I had into it, you know what I'm saying, all my money into it. And then God blessed me to get um to get signed to my childhood favorite rapper of all time, to me who I believe is the best rapper of all time. He couldn't be um I couldn't be more 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 blessed really to be honest. Like it's really a dream come true. And I'm you know, I'm trying to add to this legacy. Like I'm that that that's my goal, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta be crazy, somebody, you know, if it's your childhood Best, the the best rapper, uh, the world knew him as the best rapper, and you and you and like and like as soon as you get signed to like Young Money, and we all just automatically bind and just drop Google songs. Yeah, we made it. We dropped yeah. a video quick. <laughs> we made a song and dropped like all that shit happened so fast, man. It was almost surreal, but I was so in the moment. It's like I was just going through the motions. I'm living it. Like I'm prepared in these moments. We ain't got no time to get shook or nothing like that. Like I'm right. this Wayne. He's got me here for a reason. It's time to execute. I'm about to let him down. 
Like, he, he, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to validate what he sees and believes in me. And I'm still trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still doing that. And you're going to keep going? I'm going to keep going, baby. It's a dream come true. But it's Lil Wayne, man. Come on. It's the, the greatest rapper of all time. We look at longevity, cultural influence. Also, the artist that he's brought in. Come on, man. Lil Wayne got, got it all, man. So, and he's still going. He's still stronger than ever. I think he had a crazy feature when the last year that came, he was killing everything he was on. He getting ready to drop his album, which is going to be ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So... He's a living legend and he's still working harder than ever. He's still coming hard, you know what I'm saying? And Young Money, we got a lot of stuff coming. Young Money, got a, we got a bright year ahead of us, you know what I'm saying? I feel like all the artists been working. I'm happy to to be part of Young Money. I get inspired every day working around a different artist. I feel everybody has their unique style, you know what I'm saying? Right. All the new talent they got and everything. Yeah, but everybody y'all, has their that, own style. Yeah, cause, um, because that was my, I'm like, you know, I'm like, my next question, you know, you, I got brand new artists. All y'all flew on a private jet. It looked, yeah. it looked great. So, you know, like, yeah. like, for We didn't know yeah. we were about to come out to that, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that shit was just. Oh, y'all didn't know y'all was coming out to that? No, like, the Mac about to be over there and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, it was fire, also. It so, was, it was a, and so, it was, and so, basically, oh, but that was when I'm like, big ass. I'm like, surprised. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we was fucking with them already right. this time, going to studios and studios, but like, that happened and that would happen and all that. Like, how y'all can yeah. do Yeah. That was a surprise, but yeah. So, we, but it wasn't staged at all, we was, huh? No, we, we was, um... So, like, when they had their eye on us, they was having, like, me, KK, Drizzy P, LaBrother, and Mello in studios a lot, you know what I'm saying, with each other working, vibing off something. Then they got the orders with Jay Jones, Euro, Corey Guns, you know, all the other artists. We started getting to get twists. You know, it's a lot more. Yaj, Gutter Gutter, you feel me? Shout out Gutter Gutter. Hoodie, yeah. So, they really got all us together, you know what I'm saying, and we was, we was working constantly. We was going from... We was going from Miami to LA and stuff like that, but it still wasn't nothing imminent, you feel me? Like we had met Tune, but it was kind of like there was people in the zone, how we were getting us different beats, getting us with different producers. Put you out, you see how much songs you're gonna make in this amount of time, seeing how you work under pressure. How can you adapt to these type of things, you know what I'm saying? And everybody showed their ass and did what they had to do, man. So everybody <laughs> passed the test, huh? Everybody passed, bro. Everybody <laughs> liked that, bro. But time gonna tell, you know what I'm saying? I think, you know, I'm, I'm, we're gonna let the action speak, man. Facts. Yeah. So, tell everyone, I'm like, what's next for you? All right, so before I go to what's next right now, you can go to my Instagram, <laughs> at Alan Cubas, Alan Cubas, A-L-L-A-N-C-U-B-A-S. And on there, you see I, I got pinned like a lot of video of freestyle songs, English and Spanish. You get to see a little bit of everything, man. I got got the song on tune, with the baton on there. Got a song on there with Ace B, we had dropped, No Emotion. That's hard at all. English got the little Spanish freestyles. Just from seeing that, you'll get a little perspective of kind of what I do. You'll kind of come into my world. And beyond that, a lot of music. A lot, a lot of videos on the tuck. A lot more things coming. You know what I'm saying? We got music with Young Money coming out as well. And I'm looking forward to dropping a lot more videos. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to keep working. You know, um, just look out for me. I'll sit in the next six months to start dropping stuff. You know, I don't want to say exactly when I'm about to drop the next thing, but it's a lot of stuff on tuck, a lot of stuff in the works. No, I'm really, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to dropping more, um, more visuals, a lot more visuals and shit like that, and um, you know, music in English and Spanish. I'm definitely gonna go a lot to the Spanish world, though. I'll definitely keep it real, you know. So I'm trying to tap into that and and take the shit global, man, and put on for my city, for my country, for my family, for my people, for everything, you know. Um, and just live life, enjoy life, man. You know what I'm saying, thank God every day, be grateful, bro. I've been all right. I mean, we done.
Alrighty, man. Hello, Young Money YM. Alan Cubas, que me siguen en Instagram, arroba A L L A N C U B A S. A L L A N C U B A S. Alan Cubas, y'all fuck with me. Man, a pleasure. Nolazine TV. YM. Nolazine, make him scream. N O L A Z I N E. Make him S C R E A M. Scream. Nolazine, make him scream. You heard me.